The Waupon Police Department recently released its 2022 annual report. According to the agency, their officers responded to 19 accidents with injuries and three burglary calls. There were also 99 disorderly conducts, two foot pursuits, 43 hit and runs, 66 reckless drivers, 20 sexual assaults, and one gas leak. Chief Scott Loudon highlighted several accomplishments throughout last year, including being named the 15th safest city in the state by SafeWise. The department also implemented the use of body cameras, and Officer Andrew Halverson and K9 Jet earned their certification in October. Loudon also lauded his department's ability to participate in a number of in-person community events, including the Bicycle Road Halloween on Main, Shop with a Cop, and other parades and celebrations throughout the year. He says they are committed to providing a safe environment so that citizens and visitors can work, live, and enjoy a high quality of life. Well, the Winnebago County Sheriff's Office had another busy year last year, handling more than 44,000 calls for service. According to the Sheriff's Annual Report, deputies issued 3,374 traffic citations and arrested 216 people for operating while intoxicated. Well, they handled a total of 1,708 traffic crashes, including six traffic fatalities. Well, the Sheriff's dispatchers received 51,911 one calls, up 368 from 2021. Well, that is up significantly from 2017 when dispatchers took just over 40,000 911 calls. Well, each of the department's divisions, specialized units, and staff are highlighted in a 44-page annual report, which is available online. Well, the Green Lake County Sheriff's Office is asking residents to turn off the emergency SOS feature if they have a newer smartphone and do not anticipate using that feature. During a recent month, they saw the number of inadvertent 911 calls increase from 30 a month to nearly 150. Chief Deputy Matt Vandy Kolk says the vibration from placing a phone in a cup holder in a moving boat or riding a lawnmower triggers buttons that set off the feature, which then calls 911. It can also be triggered if the phone interprets you've suffered a traumatic injury from a fall or a car accident. He says a dispatcher will call and verify whether there is an emergency if your phone's emergency SOS feature is accidentally triggered. Now, the feature can be turned off by going to the settings on your phone. The Green Lake County Sheriff's Office carried specific instructions on how to do that on their Facebook page at the beginning of January. Well, the nurse accused of cutting off a man's foot without permission was back in court this week. Ted Allen has more. Mary Kay Brown pleads not guilty in Pierce County Court to charges connected to the May 2022 amputation on the 62-year-old man who had severe frostbite in both his feet. The man later died. Witnesses say Brown didn't have a doctor's order to cut the foot off and the victim never asked to have his foot cut off. The Durand woman told police she did it to make the man more comfortable. She added that she'd have done it if she was in his place. Brown faces a possible 40 years in prison with more time possible since the victim was an elder person. Ted Allen, Wisconsin Radio Network. A cash bond has been set at $100,000 for a Wapon man facing drug charges for a traffic stop in Fond du Lac County early last Sunday morning. Sheriff's canine rip sniffed out drugs in the car that Dewan Fleming Sr. was in. Drugs reportedly found in the vehicle included fentanyl, marijuana, methamphetamine, and cocaine. Fleming's 17-year-old son, Dwayne Fleming Jr. of Milwaukee, who was in the vehicle with him, is facing the same drug charges as a party to a crime. Fleming Jr.'s bond was set at 
at $25,000. Both have preliminary hearings next Friday. The 35-year-old Fleming Sr. was already on probation for a cocaine traffic conviction in Winnebago County. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources says Spears yesterday reached the 90% harvest cap on the upriver lakes. They add that Spears with tags for the upriver lakes can continue to spear until 1 p.m. today. Spears with tags for Lake Winnebago may continue to harvest sturgeon until harvest caps are reached or until the Lake Winnebago system harvest caps are reached. Upriver lakes harvest numbers representing 90 to 99% of the harvest cap were set at 70 juvenile females, 79 adult females, and 246 males. The DNR says a total of 61 fish were harvested between Lake Winnebago and the upriver lakes on Friday. There were three fish harvested over 100 pounds. The Dodge County Master Gardener Association is offering a scholarship. The organization will give $1,000 to a graduating senior who is planning a career in some area of horticulture. To be eligible, the recipient must live in Dodge County and be graduating from any public high school, parochial high school, or homeschool. The student must also have applied for a two- or four-year accredited college or technical school that has a program leading to a degree or certification in a horticulture or related field. Careers may include, but are not limited to, horticulture, plant science, soil science, agriculture, environmental science, landscaping, forestry, and science education. Application forms are available in the guidance offices or from agricultural teachers and FFA sponsors of Dodge County and area high schools. The deadline to apply is April 1st. More information can be found with this news story at dailydodge.com. Dodge County 4-H is bringing 4-H Family Learning Days to Dodgeland School on March 25th. All current 4-Hers, their families, and other youth are welcome for a fun day of hands-on activities, education, and more. There will be four one-hour time slots with eight to ten session choices in each. The sessions cover a wide variety of topics including animal projects, photography, cake decorating, beekeeping, basics, 4-H camp, and Lego robotics. The event begins at 8.30 a.m. with registration, followed by learning sessions that begin at 9 and end at 2.30 p.m. The cost is $3 per person. A complete listing of session descriptions and registration information can be found on the Dodge County website under the 4-H and U-Tab by clicking on County Activities. Another 4-H Family Days is being held next Saturday. The Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection is accepting nominations for three seats on the state's Potato Industry Board. One of those seats is in District 3, which includes Dodge, Columbia, Fond du Lac, Green Lake, Jefferson, and Washington counties. Producers who grow and sell potatoes are eligible to nominate producers or be nominated to the board. The DATCP will mail nomination forms to eligible growers. Producers must sign, notarize, and postmark completed nomination forms by March 31st and include signatures from at least five eligible growers other than the nominee. DATCP will conduct the Wisconsin Potato Industry Board election from May 10th through June 15th. Elected growers will serve three-year terms beginning July 1st and ending on June 30th, 2026. Voters go to the polls on Tuesday in a crucial state Supreme Court primary. Waukesha County Judge Jennifer Darrow describes herself as a judicial conservative with relevant experience. I've presided over criminal cases, family cases, civil cases. I have a depth and breadth of experience, especially being a trial court judge and a litigator. 
that gives me a perspective to take to the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Also on the ballot, Dane County Judge Everett Mitchell, who says the race for a seat on the Wisconsin Supreme Court is critical. I recognize that many people may not pay attention to not just Supreme Court races, but appellate races or their own circuit court or municipal courts. But courts impact everyday lives. Courts are touching people every day. Mitchell is joined on Tuesday's ballot by fellow liberal Milwaukee County Judge Janet Protosewitz and conservative former Justice Dan Kelly. Well, it's been 23 years since Fond du Lac County's last wage and benefit study, but that will change next month. County Executive Sam Kaufman says they have hired a firm to take a look at the wages and benefits they offer their employees. He points out that they are not able to fill vacancies and are losing people to private industry and other counties and municipalities that offer more. He is particularly concerned about what will occur over the next 5 to 10 years because they have an aging workforce. I'm Kevin Haugen reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.